All right, Tim Blanchip here with Divorce 661's Daily Perspective, Episode 12, Day in the Life of a Legal Document Assistant or LDA. Today we're talking about a, a lot of stuff. Mondays are always busy, and here's what I got for you. We're going to talk about uh, some changes with Ventura uh, divorce submissions. We're going to talk about um, the, the six-month and the processing time with them, talking about some LA County divorce cases as usual. Um, we're going to talk about some e-filing issues, about finalizing your paperwork and the 30 days. Um, going to talk about how why I like to uh, prefer and always do file my cases at Central if you live in LA County. Uh, we're going to talk about preliminary disclosures. We're going to talk about what an actual default, what that actually means. Um, we're going to talk about the judgment, specifically the property order and spousal support order. Um, we're going to talk about Alameda divorce case and a judgment we just received about a default trial setting in Antelope Valley and about a consultation I had with clients out of Santa Clara and the issues they were having with the self-help center. So this was all just today, folks. So we we handle, um, I think when I refer, say we, I'm just so used to doing that, uh, but we refers to me, myself, and I. Uh, so um, it's all done on my back. But a lot happened today. I want to go over all this with you guys and what's going on. All right, let's get started. Number one, submitted a Ventura divorce judgment. And uh, so what that entails is with Ventura, we can e-file the initial petition, get a case number issued, but then everything else has to be wet signatured and uh, mailed in to the court for review. And I reported on a short that last week I had uh, a client asked for an update on the status of his uh, judgment because I told him or them that it, you know, Ventura is running three-ish, four months for judgments. And we had submitted this back in May. And I did the math. I said, yeah, we're about five months. That's right. So I called Ventura and the clerk said that um, they're running about six months. Um, you know, here we are, October, middle of October, and we submitted this in May. And so we're five months in. And they said they were not, they're not working. They're now working on the first week of May. So we still have three more weeks and that's going to put them right at six months. Um, so this Here's a tip for you on this if you're in Ventura, and this is what we did for these clients. We and we usually get all our paperwork done much sooner than the six months, obviously, because you want to get your judgment in line for review. Let me give you a scenario here. So let's let me tell you what we did, and let me tell you what you don't want to do. What we did was did their initial filing, worked through their their they worked through their settlement, their disclosures, they did all that, got me their terms. We got that all drafted up. They were happy with it, they signed it, they mailed it in to me last week, all, all final paperwork, because today was actually the first day we could turn it in. So once the 31 days have passed, I say 31 instead of 30, just so I don't accidentally mail something in too soon. Um, but once the, the, the time has passed and we can turn in the default judgment package, we want to do that immediately. Today was that first day. So I basically uh, overnighted uh, priority mail over to the court today so they can get it probably Wednesday and start processing that, at least get it in line for, you know, lined up to be uh, reviewed. Uh, so we're now one month into their process from when they were, it was filed and served. And then you're going to have um, this, you know, now six month review process with the court. Imagine now if we didn't turn this in for three or four months, it's going to be six months from that point, which would make the case, the divorce case actually take nine months instead of six. And these clients really didn't want to go into anything beyond the six months. We want to get that in as soon as possible. So that's Ventura. 
Number two, um, my notes here, LA County divorce case approval took five court days. So once in a while, um, you know, the e-filing with LA County, and we talk about this all the time, is, is fantastic. So I'm not complaining, but sometimes we'll get same day filings on our petitions. Sometimes it's two or three days. Uh, sometimes we'll get same day approval on our judgments. Sometimes it'll be, you know, 10 days, which is still, again, still fantastic, not complain. This one we filed uh, took five court days. We filed it um, Friday, two Fridays ago um, and got it back today approved. So not too shabby. One thing I wanted to note about this particular LA County divorce case is I talk about equalizing your assets and debts on occasion. And this was a good example of that. I was re-reviewing the settlement agreement in terms that they agreed upon. And basically the wife and her children from another marriage, she want, it, was, it was her priority to stay in the house and, and not move and not sell. And in the agreement they made was that she would keep the house in the equity and that he would keep his pensions in retirement. And I'm sure they looked at the valuations of that and they were you know, probably somewhat equivalent. And they decided, and they don't have to be, but they decided that, you know, even if his pensions were worth more, it was more important that she kept the house. So she kept the house, he kept his pension. And I think that was their, both of their priorities. And so that worked out just fine. So you can't equalize assets and debts. You don't have to divide everything down the middle. Plus I always tell you the courts are not going to interfere with your decision-making. They're not going to take this agreement and then look at it and say, Hmm, how much is the house? How much is the pension? We don't think that's fair coming to court. They're not going to do that. All right. Number three, Three, I think Ron filed a new case today via e-file with LA County. Okay, so this was pretty cool. Again, talking about the e-file with LA County. We had uh, clients uh, consult with us on Friday, retain us this morning, and I was able to do their initial paperwork. Um, they e-signed it, I e-filed it, and we had it. I got a case number issued. The petition was filed uh, within the hour this morning. And because they had an easy case, no assets, no debts, no kids, short-term marriage, where you know, there's nothing to agree to. So we just are basically saying none on property, you know, no assets and debts to divide, no alimony, all that good stuff. And uh, I was able to prepare all their final judgment paperwork. They e-signed that, they e-notarized it. And I can't file that yet, but they are done in one day. Essentially, their their entire divorce case is complete internally with my office. But now they don't have to worry about, they don't have to worry about, you know, what do I do this week or next week or what's the next step? They're completely done. Then as soon as 30 days passes, or like I said, 31, I have their completed notarized signed e-signed judgment already uploaded into the LA County portal for e-file. I mark on my calendar uh, on this, you know, on this date, e-file this case. I already have it all uploaded appropriately. I just hit submit. And then that once that judgment is submitted, usually it's a couple of days, like I'm saying, for judgment approval with LA County, and then they are done. The court will sign it. The judge will sign it. It'll be an official divorce decree. So five weeks in, they're completely done. And people ask me on some of my videos, but what about the six months? Yes, the six months still applies. So this case, they're, they're actually going to be divorced, say, in April of next year, but they have their divorce decree in, in five weeks. And then what happens magically after that? Um, six months passes, you know, it's going to be stamped on their, on their form, on their judgment. And when that date passes, you are miraculously no longer married. I've commented often that I only file my cases always at the central courthouse. If you're starting with me new and you live anywhere in LA County, I'm going to file you in the central courthouse. You're not going to go to court. 
you're not going to have to drive down there. It's just they are more experienced. And so today, when I filed this case I'm referring to, um, they were just about at uh, 11,000 cases filed. We're just, we pulled like 10,980 was our case number. The way all the courts do it in LA County is you'll have um, the year, so 23, and then for Stanley Mosque or Central, it's STFL, and then there's five numbers. And those five numbers, um, you know, each um, each case number is the next case number up. So I know that you can tell exactly how many cases there were. So I wanted to compare that to, say, Chatsworth. And I haven't filed a case in Chatsworth maybe all year. Um, as far as a new case, we have people coming to us with their, you know, they've tried to file and they need help. We'll take over. Uh, so we'll, we'll handle that in whatever um, courthouse they're in. So I tried to uh, back in some um, case numbers to see where they're at. Uh, just making up case numbers, um, you know, and with Chatsworth, it's 20, you know, 23 CHFL. And then I was putting in like 1,500, 1,600, 1,700, trying to see. So I got up to 1,700 and they were, uh, it was a filing from four days ago in October. So 1,700 divorce cases in Chatsworth and almost 11,000 at Central. Yes, there's more clerks. Yes, there's more courtrooms, more judges, but I file there because they are processing cases. I don't say day and night, but they're we're getting better returns and better responses and better approvals through Central, and that's been my go-to. And I'm sure they're wondering why we handle so many cases because I'll file on some days three three new divorce cases, and they'll approve two judgments on the you know at the same time. So, anyways, I just recommend you guys file uh, downtown. Okay. Preliminary disclosures are always required by both parties, even in default with written agreement cases. So default with written agreement, you know, I talk about that a lot. It just means you're not filing a response. That way you don't have to pay the secondary court fee. But the where people are going wrong with their when they're trying to do their own divorce and they turn in their judgment package, they're not having the respondent or the respondent's not doing their preliminary declaration of disclosure. This is the 142 and 150. And then you file the 141 indicating that you have done that. They're assuming because the response wasn't filed that the disclosures aren't required. And that's not correct. You don't need to respond, but you still need to do your set of disclosures. And that'll cause your judgment to get rejected. If you turn in a settlement agreement, default with written agreement, and no uh, preliminary declaration of disclosure form for the respondent. So just keep that in mind. We're getting, seeing a lot of people, when I look, when they call for a consultation to help me take over their case, that's one of them. Not the only reason, but one of the reasons why their judgment's being rejected. Okay, so I want to answer the question, what does the word default mean? I talk about default with written agreement, default without agreement. Um, there's the request to enter default form, FL-165. If you've been going through your divorce, you may be familiar with that form. The default, all that simply means is a response was not filed. Okay, simple. Def default means response not filed why there's default with written agreement and without. So just want to clarify that so you understand what that means. All right, next. Okay, again, more judgment rejection issues here that we had today. So we had someone hire us to take over their case. They said they turned in their judgment. They, you know, they thought they were all the way done. They got to the judgment base. And so the FL-180 literally says judgment on there. The form is called judgment. Um, and it looks like it's all in, entailed there because you have, you know, there's the day it was served. You go to page two, you know, child custody, child support, spouse support, uh, property division, all that good stuff. 
you have to attach the forms, those, those orders in there to behind that 180. That 180 is not your actual judgment. I keep seeing this. People are turning a two-page form thinking it's their judgment. You have to attach all the attachments. But I get the question, but Tim, we we don't have, there's nothing to agree to. We don't have any assets or debts and we don't have, and we don't want there to be spell support. Okay, perfect. So you still have to attach the FL345 property order and then on all the boxes for community property and separate property, you mark none. That's your agreement. You have no community property to be divided. And for you still need a spouse support order, even if you don't want spouse support. And what you're going to mark is terminate the court's jurisdiction to award spouse support to petitioner and respondent. That's your settlement agreement. The 180 is a cover sheet. The 343 is your spousal order. 345 is your property order. And it's basically just going to say there's none. Okay, next. All right, where are we talking? Okay, so we just received an approval today came in the mail of an Alameda County divorce case. We submitted it on September 1st by mail, mailed it in, and it was approved October 2nd. And we just received it in the mail today, October 16th. So I'm bringing this up because I was actually impressed. I want to say this is the fastest we've ever had an Alameda County divorce case approved, basically in 30 days. That is lightning fast, especially compared to all the other courts. But definitely, it's the fastest that uh, I've seen, I think, in my 11 years doing this. So good job, Alameda. Our clients are very happy that this came back, you know, basically 40 days later, count the mail time. Because some of these courts, they're not only not only are they slow in doing the actual approval, let's say that takes four months, but we'll see cases that were approved by the court, say, October 1st, not mailed out until the end of October. Now, I'd like to know, I used to know when I worked for the courts, but my guess is that you have an approval clerk, judicial assistant approving the divorce cases, that, then they're backlogged. And then that goes into another pile to for the person who in the mail department <laughs> has to then process that. So not only do you have a delay for um, having it approved, then you have a delay for them actually to put it into an envelope and mail it out to you. I'm sure some of the courts are also scanning them and keeping electronic files. And so there's probably some time involved with that. Okay, default setting, Antelope Valley case. Okay, so uh, um, I was talking last week. We had a client hire us, and they had multiple three uh, revisions, amendments on their petition. They'd been to court. The default without an agreement, that's, this is why I tell you don't do it unless the last resort. Multiple mistakes on the petition, made mistakes even on his second uh, amended petition. And I turned in his, I tried to sneak it into the court through e-file with Antelope Valley, and they caught it. What it was is that he didn't, um, on the separate property um, declaration, he didn't say who this vehicle was going to. So the court said, well, this is wrong. You need to amend your petition. But we can't amend any more petitions. He's out of he's out of times that he can amend his petition. So I refiled the judgment package with a what's called a default setting. And this is for LA County. Different counties have um, similar process. Maybe it's called something else, but a default setting is basically saying, don't reject this. I want to come in and explain what, sorry, I'm going to sneeze. I want to come in and explain what, uh, why, what my rationale and why this sh- should be allowed. So the good news with this was they accepted the judgment <clears throat> with the default setting and they already set a court date for a month from now. So in a month from now, he could possibly be uh, finalized with his divorce. All right, next, I'm trying not to sneeze on you, but I don't, it may happen. All right, next topic. 
I talk a lot about Santa Clara County. And the reason is, is because I have a lot of cases in Santa Clara County. LA County is number one. Santa Clara is number two. You think maybe a closer county to me, you know, might be second busiest, you know, maybe San Diego or Orange County or Riverside or San Bernardino or maybe a little bit closer, but no, Santa Clara. And the reason is, in my opinion, they have the most challenging process to get your case through the court. And I think that's why, and I talk about them a lot. Every time I take a case, I talk about it as in today at a consultation. And I want to explain a situation that I've never heard happen before. They were fully in agreement from the beginning, filed their petition, did the proof of service. They've already done their disclosures. They've done everything. And then I guess they're, they're going through the self-help center and they said, Oh, you need to go to a settlement conference. So they, they set them up for the settlement conference. They appear like a zoom meeting at this conference uh, last week. And the judge is saying, okay, why are you guys here? And they said, we were told by the self-help center to prepare a settlement, you know, to come to this settlement conference. And the court said, well, what do you guys disagree on? They said, nothing. We agree. We just need to have our settlement agreement drafted. They said, well, then you need to get someone to do that. You don't need to be at this hearing. So the short story on this, what I want to talk about here is you guys are at the, how do I say this? The courts are the courts are not always accurate in what they're telling you to do. They're used to working with litigants going through court, not amicable couples. So the advice you're going to get is always going to be not always, but often going to be incorrect. I have another case that just came to the top of my mind where they were also going to self through the self help center. They're telling them to file property declarations and all this craziness. You don't need to do that. Like with my service, we cut through. You don't have to go to a hearing. You don't have to talk to the self help center. In both these cases, especially this one, they called me and said, yeah, we'll just, you didn't need to go to the settlement conference hearing. We're just going to do the judgment and bypass the entire court process as far as their procedure and just going to go past the judge to the clerk's office so they can review and make sure the I's are dotted, T's are crossed and get it approved. And that's how that's done. And that's the benefit in hiring a service like mine than versus doing it yourself and trying to listen to the court. So I hope you enjoyed uh, episode 12 of the Divorce 661 Daily Perspective, Life in the Day in the life of an LDA. Talk to you tomorrow.